Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. It means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Right, the uh, the gang is all here. It's very very nice of uh, Max to take a break, f- clearly from captaining the Croatian soccer team at Euro twenty twenty to join us. Uh, such, great, such great jerseys, uh, yeah. Has. What was yeah. the design inspiration behind those, Max? Uh, maybe the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, it's actually the Croatian flag. I, I really yes, gave you the, too the, easy a question. The Mediterranean <laughs> Sea, notably red and white checkered. <laughs> um, I, I, I have heard that. But uh, we're 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 not here to to talk about that. No, no matter how how cool the Euros have been, uh, and there That's have way been too some, substantive. Some really delightful moments. Yes, that would be way too substantive. Uh, instead, we're going to talk about. Um, well, I, actually, Max, maybe maybe yeah. we'll let you you tee this one up. Oh, um, well, so I was I was enjoying my lunch. Uh, I want to say last week. It is I, I, well. This is a different topic. I think it's is it tomato season? It's almost tomato season, depending on where you live. But the tomatoes are at least better than they were a few months ago. <laughs> sure. Um, and so I had a, a one of my favorite lunches, which is a nice. Oaty, nutty bread or some, you know, grainy bread with some goat cheese and some tomatoes on it. Okay. And uh, that's it. That's bread, goat cheese, tomatoes, maybe a little salt and pepper. And I was eating that thinking, I, I do love this sandwich. Um, But then I thought about it. I was like, but but Bridget was was besides me or in, 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 in you know, a, a couple feet over. And she was also eating lunch. But she was eating the same bread, also toasted. We toasted. We both toasted the bread together, in fact. But her bread had mashed uh, avocado on it, so she was eating avocado toast. Uh-huh. But I was eating an open-faced tomato sandwich, and that—that's where we're talking. That's <laughs> that's where we're at. I don't. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> was she eating an avocado sandwich? Was I eating? Was I eating tomato and goat cheese toast? Does anyone care? Apparently, people care. So here I, I we think are. We, so the, the first thing I, I want to get into... We shouldn't assume that. That is for We certain. shouldn't assume if anyone cares. We Both also delicious. I, I also do not want to engage with, like, the... I don't know if these are economical choices, why you, neither of you could make a full sandwich or, or two... <laughs> like, you only used two slices of bread. It's not like you had two of each. Like, you could have, you could have had uh, uh, an avocado... To- you could have had two avocado toasts and two sandwiches I, I just noticed that you still use two slices of bread mm-hmm. but you you each had what i think of is like half like you're I, saying I, why I, didn't i put them together why didn't you put them together or, or why didn't you it's just i i would never think to have just um one toast or just one sandwich but maybe i'm a, a you know a hog in that sense like just like i always it just feels like you could have used four slices of bread, but you used two, and maybe you were only two slices hungry. But I, I just always would would do. You're saying I should have eaten four slices myself? No, you should have eaten two. Like that's what I, I did. 
Oh, oh, okay. So there were three I toasted pieces, two of pieces of bread. Of bread. Bridget okay. toasted two pieces of bread. Okay, that's kind she of. She made her two pieces into <laughs> avocado okay. toast, and I made my this two is... pieces into. I felt like you guys were limiting yourself. So this is this is better. I feel I feel better now. Okay. This has turned now, out to be a much much more necessary structural discussion than I realized. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, I want to make sure that you guys are having hearty lunches. Uh, oh my you God. Know? Uh, but mm. but the other thing is is you mentioned toast. And then also open face. And the idea of an open, open face sandwich is one I haven't thought about in a long time. But I have thought about a toast a lot. And I think the part of it, too, is that an open face sandwich is probably a remnant of, like, the 90s. I can imagine, like, on Friends, they were probably eating a lot of those sandwiches. And that was very probably pretty popular then. I don't know if it comes from, like... The, the anti-carb lifestyle or something and, and it just permeates and you know what if we halved the number of bread slices this would make a world of difference also put extra hollandaise sauce on it and then the toast has I always think of that with avocado like an avocado toast or maybe also like the mm-hmm. oh let's do ricotta and honey and, and uh, figs on it but I think toast is more toast has obviously existed for eons but um mm-hmm. Toast as a as something you get at a restaurant or even a coffee shop feels like a more recent um, fad. Yeah, I will say right off the bat that this might not have needed to be a subject because Wikipedia entry for open sandwich, also known as blah 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 tartine etc., consists of a slice of bread or toast with one or more food items on it. While Those the Wikipedia entry for things. avocado toast says that avocado toast is a type of open sandwich consisting okay. of toast with mashed avocado. That, that's that's all fine and good, but while while you're there, can you go to the Wikipedia entry for hot dog and tell me <laughs> no. what it says? No, no, stop. No, no, it, no, it's important. It's important because I, I'm I'm attempting to establish the the witness's lack of credibility. The witness uh, being Wikipedia. Dog. This says a hot dog is a food consisting of a grilled or steamed sausage served in a in the slit of a partially sliced bun. Well, I'll be damned. Wikipedia That's got good. the hot dog thing right. <laughs> and it says, and much debate has centered around whether or not it could be considered okay. a sandwich. All right. But that's all it says about that. I, I think the wording is important here, too, because open face or opened face is different than an open sandwich. Like an open sandwich feels like kind of a cop out. Like there is a term like on a menu, you might see an open face sandwich. Whereas an open sandwich, that that's just a descriptive word. Is anyone I know they're talking, all descriptive. Is anyone talking um, about open sandwiches? I'm, I'm a little confused there. Uh, the Wikipedia entry said open oh, sandwich. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so uh, so I I, I guess if, if we're going to attempt if we're going to attempt to answer the question of like who ate what. I would say that uh Wikipedia's characterization of avocado toast <clears throat> as an open-faced sandwich is absolutely unquestionably wrong uh and i i think the key is the idea of a sandwich and so to me and and i i sort of ran this by emily before we started recording and, and got a, a you know this is this is what she said and then it clicked for me it's like oh yeah that that makes perfect sense is that for something to qualify as an open-faced sandwich, it has to be something that if you were to put the 
top slice of bread on it would be like you know at, at least with some commonality recognized as a sandwich and i don't think you know i i don't know that mashed avocado sandwich is a thing that uh that most most of the sandwich courts in america would recognize a tomato sandwich however is so by that argument sure. if you put peanut butter on this on the toast oh yeah i was afraid then of it's this. a sandwich because <laughs> so, a peanut butter so, sandwich is absolutely a sandwich so so now that's interesting i i think i think not i think what i'm saying is that any open-faced sandwich must be something that if topped with the top bread would be recognizable as a sandwich that's not the same as saying anything that if you put the top bread on would be a sandwich that that makes it an open-faced sandwich because peanut butter toast and cheese toast are separate things even though a cheese sandwich and a peanut butter sandwich i'm saying it's a i'm saying that I'm trying to remember how how we talked about proofs when I was in like high school geometry. I'm I'm saying that uh, the that adding the top slice m- makes it a sandwich is a necessary condition for something to be called an open-faced sandwich, but it is not a sufficient condition so one question i would would throw is so you're saying that avocado toast could not be a sandwich because you don't put another slice of bread on it no 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 not exactly what i'm saying is that if you put a top slice of bread on max's tomato concoction you have created a tomato sandwich something that is Mm -hmm. uh, look regardless of of regional differences is fairly broadly accepted as a sandwich i'm saying that if you take bottom bread with mashed avocado on top and put top slice of bread on that i don't i don't think that mashed avocado sandwich is something that has broad recognition and so i'm saying so what i'm saying is i don't think you can be an open-faced sandwich without being something that would garner broad recognition as a sandwich when topped. So you could have open-faced peanut butter sandwich? Not necessarily. Because, like, cheese is another good example of this. If you were to toast a piece of bread with cheese on it, you've made cheese toast. You haven't made an open-faced cheese sandwich. Does that make sense? I, I kind of I don't I don't think I agree with that. I think you have made open faced cheese sandwich. Interesting. Open faced peanut butter sandwich. Fair enough. Yeah. By definition, sake, I, 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 I feel like that I, I'm with Max on that one. I kind of do like your definition too, but I just I think I recognize peanut butter sandwiches well, and cheese sandwiches as sandwiches. Oh no no no! I I do too. Absolutely, without a doubt. Bread peanut butter bread is a peanut mm-hmm. butter sandwich. I'm saying, and and this could just be something that I grew up with. I grew up with the, you know, bread, peanut butter, nothing, 
and bread, cheese, nothing, as being foodstuffs that had their own specific names. Those things were peanut butter toast and cheese toast to me. So, like, I don't think of those as open-faced sandwiches, even though, without a doubt, if I were to top those with a second slice of toasted bread, it would be a toasted cheese sandwich or a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. So what if you take the avocado toast and you, like, load it up? Because you can get fancy avocado toast, which would... Okay, and make it more substantial like to throw the second. Yeah. Good, maybe I'm, even maybe they might have tomato on there. I'm Lettuce so glad you said both. Uh, I'm so glad you said all of those things, because I think maybe maybe what I'm coming around to on on this also is that you know avocado. I think avocado is pr- still primarily thought of as like an accompaniment. It's a topping. It's not the body of a sandwich if you if you if you take your your sedan and you cut the top off it is not a convertible <laughs> i feel like that that's kind of my thought i'm having here like it has to it has to actually be recognized as a convertible which is a really stupid way to say like <laughs> you know i mean it's, it's no, just that's... potter it's it's you know it when you see it and what i'm thinking about even if you put all this stuff on here um, especially, I think going back to the like goat cheese or ricotta, and then the honey and the fig on top, that is like its final form is in that toast form. Whereas, like we are accepting multiple forms of of your open face sandwich, Max. It can be a, a top on or a top off. You can you can put the rag top up, have that second slice of bread, or you can take it down. And both are are respected, as opposed to like. These toasts are basically dune buggies. You're never going to put a top on that. I think it's also, I think it's also at least, uh, at least to to some extent, just a, a matter of intention. Open face mm-hmm. sandwich is the friend you made along the way. Like if you are making something that you perceive as a sandwich from which you have removed a top slice of bread, like that's probably an open face sandwich. If you're making something where you set out knowing you know the whole way that this is just going to have bottom bread like that's probably a toast but in this case when max made it he probably the whole time in his mind he was probably only using one slice of bread yeah i might have maybe i made goat cheese and tomato toast it's certainly possible a toast I mean, tomato tomato toast is a, a delightful thing. Pa- pan con tomate in a, a tapas place or, or bruschetta in an Italian restaurant. It's it's a delightful thing, and like those those presentations of it are not open faced sandwiches. I wouldn't say, you know. So that's that's the other thing is that even even within these sort of broad category headings, you know, there there's lots of lots of variation, and it it comes down, I think, to like. Mm-hmm. What else is there, and how you how you go about right. doing it? So if you take a, if you take a taco, and you open it up, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you have gone from a taco sandwich to a taco toast, perhaps. Uh, well, uh, actually, it's from, called it's a, a tostada. Yeah, it goes from a taco to a tostada. <laughs> a tostada. Um, well, I, and I think there's we're we're giving a lot of credit to the uh, toppings, but I do think that the preparation of the bread is important too 
because um, with the bruschetta or and and things like that and the avocados, that's like having this this foundation and sometimes the preparation of the bread there is is really important. Like I, I mean, it's slightly different, but if you if you are at I don't know a dinner party and someone has um, like pate on a cracker or something like that, a, a cracker is a, a small step. From, from bread uh, to a cracker, but we wouldn't consider that a, a, a like an open face sandwich. Like the purpose of the foundation of, of this this toast versus open face sandwich is important here. I feel like pate on a cracker could be a sandwich. That's pate. If you top it with another cracker, sure. I don't know. On the side of the Ritz box, they their suggested serving is like a little mini like BLT in between two Ritz crackers, and I'm like, that looks delicious, but. It's a bit aggressive. So, uh, so this now that we've said the word toppings a couple times, it's got something else kicking around in my head, and and it's that um, a sandwich. You know, I, I think people people who love talking about sandwiches love to talk about how it's all about the bread, and I I think of something like avocado toast as being fundamentally uh, about the avocado. The bread really exists uh, primarily as a vehicle. Matt, Max, oh, is making, yeah. Max is making so a face much. at me. Oh, really? Because with avocado toast, it, more. So, but, well, it matters if you have a good avocado or not. If the avocado is bad, then it's going to ruin your sandwich. Yeah, but I just think with toasts in general, the, the, the like I seek out good flavored bread specifically for open-faced sandwich slash toast because i'm feel like i'm gonna taste the bread more because i'm probably putting fewer things on it because it's open well you'd be silly not to seek out good quality ingredients no matter what no but that's not what i mean i mean like specifically a bread that has more flavor okay huh i i also think that you know, there is an onus on the toast, um, especially maybe not so much with the open-faced sandwich because you're thinking of it as a sandwich, but everything is very much on display. Like the the consistency of, uh, you know, your figs or, or your avocados and everything and with those toasts. And I mean, people are always taking pictures of, oh, look at this avocado toast with the, the soft-boiled egg or whatever that has on top of it. There's, I think there's a little bit more pressure when you put say something as a toast because there's a an expectation attached to it. So let, let me let me bounce something off you because uh, I'm I'm curious if this is an approach that that might help us out a little bit as we we aim to classify these clearly borderline unclassifiable food items. What would you guys say is like the most kind of uh, well recognized open-faced sandwich in your life because i have a definitive answer same with me Uh, mine is so mine is just um like turkey leftovers yeah thanksgiving Thanksgiving sandwich for sure really you eat those without top bread yeah Uh, open-faced thanksgiving sandwich yeah i mean i eat it with top bread as well i would it's okay either way but you've got so much stuffing on it that it really you have enough carbs (laughs) on it sure but yeah, that's open faced. Yeah, no, that's that's reasonable. So, for for me, and and I, for me, it's a sandwich called the Kentucky Hot Brown, 
and oh boy. and and this is not a this actually is not a sandwich I've ever. It sounds like a disease people it does, got after no, no, the it, Civil it, War. It, it does sound like that. Uh, and when I describe it to you, it will probably sound even more like that because it is also an open-faced turkey sandwich, but it has been drowned in hot cheese sauce. And so, I'm like, disgusted looking at the Google images, <laughs> but my mouth is also watering. It's it's weird. It's it sounds is like our only, next field trip. I think it's the only reasonable it's reaction to seeing a hot brown, um, <laughs> which I, I promise I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not going to say it anymore. Uh, but so so I think for for me, that's always like the the kind of archetype i have in my head when i think about like what constitutes an open-faced sandwich it might be something that you like you eat with a fork and a knife but then again this is also playing into the avocado toast thing because some some weirdos eat their avocado toast with a fork and a knife no 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 we're not getting into that Some weirdos don't get to dictate what is and isn't a sandwich. Who do you think I, I think am? Bill de Blasio using uh, forks and knives on these things that don't deserve them on? Who do you think has defined like everything that's been defined in the history of the world? It's a couple of weirdos. Bill de Blasio? Oh, okay. No. Uh, yeah, he, he very famously <laughs> ate pizza with a fork and a knife. I know. His, I'm uh, aware. But, uh, I would. I just don't eat a lot of open-faced sandwiches because if I'm like I'm having a sandwich there are two pieces of bread at least and and all the stuff is between them because it just it's easier to eat that way as opposed to being like what do i do with this thing um but you know not finishing the job on like a tuna melt like you put it under the broiler and and you just have the cheese on top which you know forms a kind of uh shell itself um i think that's a that's a good one though i haven't had one of those in a very long time we can talk about the combination of fish and cheese in another episode. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it would be better if we didn't. <laughs> uh, That's I when mean, you start getting into hot brown territory. <laughs> I mean, there is there is some interesting terrain to go over with, like what sandwiches are weird that they have cheese on them and which aren't. Like, I think it's also very strange when you put cheese on chicken. There's something that like just doesn't make mm. sense to me with that. I, I do um, too. I it's always it's always. Felt a little off to me. Do you mean just like cheese on a chicken breast, or anything to do with chicken? That, I, because... I'm just I'm hard pressed to think of situations where you take chicken and, and you think, oh, I should put a slice of cheese. On chicken parm. That well, it's a little that's... it's a little different, but I I, I see what you're saying. Uh, it's it's a li- that is literally called chicken cheese. I mean, look like, the the serve the serve has been returned. Well, well, yeah. well played. Sure, we are talking about definitions here, so or <laughs> using exact language and, and such. Ult- ultimately, to go back to you know subsidizing the the luxury millennial or the fake luxury millennial life that we talked about last week, I think toast is one of those one of those things and that's ultimately what i associate with it like an open face sandwich is just like i'm doing a little bit of a different spin but as soon yeah. as you say i'm having a toast you've said i am fancy person look at me uh, yeah. i just and i had no idea until fairly recently how much an avocado toast cost if you get it at like a blue bottle coffee for instance that's where i saw it uh-huh. i was like oh oh my that is expensive for 
Well, that's just the popular upcharge. It's like, you know, chicken yeah. wings at a bar yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's really not that expensive to make at yeah. home. No, exactly. I mean, exactly. avocados are expensive, but relative to what else you could put on toast or a sandwich. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's sort of, I guess maybe that's where we, maybe that's where we shake out on this. It's a, it's a, a food of the people versus the food of the snacks thing, you know. So yeah, open face open face sandwiches like a uh, is like a you needed to to save money and ration out right, the food. Yeah, and, and, and toast and, is like the oh I'm gonna make a fancy fancy food in my whatever. Right. Unless and you're talking about of, just plain buttered toast, in which case that completely changes it. If, sure. If if, if a sandwich well, is made with one slice of bread in a forest and no one is there to hear it, it's not a toast. Is basically right. my feeling. And, and Kevin, what you just described is called toast. It's not a toast. I'm not having a toast in the morning. I'm having toast, but like yeah. you know, I, I think that I think that this is a, a framework that can work for for us because, you know, the, just the fact that both of you described the the open face Thanksgiving leftover sandwich, like the open face sandwich is something that somebody's dad is eating right now. Yes, I'm with that. That's a good and, definition. And, yeah, and and as as. As we know, a, an inviolable societal rule is that dads don't eat avocado toast. That's true. Can't argue with that. All right, but still, but did Max eat, did Max eat toast or did he eat an open face sandwich? No, oh, son of a bitch! I thought I we were just going to slide past that. I think Max I ate, ate toast. Open face sandwich. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Join us next week as we say is. Is Max capable of eating a toast, or are they always open-faced sandwiches for him? <laughs> and then we didn't even get into clubs. I don't. I think a club is one that has bread in the middle, right? Oh god, a club is something we're not a part of. Like a, like a big, like a Big Mac, where there's like a three pieces of bread. Do, does every club sandwich have to have like a partner open-faced sandwich? Oh yeah, oh, interesting. <laughs> This this is easy. This is the dumbest podcast we've ever done. All right, wait, I've got. No, I've got, I think, I've got I think a question. Yes, please ask. Me. All right, so I mean, I think I know the answer to this one. Um, so now, when I go to and when I'm looking at the menu of a sandwich place, I might see if they have options that Julia can partake in. You know, ones that don't have gluten. Um, and the Italian store, which has been mentioned on this podcast many times, on their menu has something called a sub in a tub which is their only gluten-free option in the restaurant and i think they just put all the ingredients from the from the sandwich into a bowl that's is it a sandwich that's a toast, <laughs> that's a toast. Any, any there because any anything that uh anything that someone who like runs a deli would feel put upon to make for you that's a toast it's just a bowl of like deli meat with, with <laughs> hot and oil on it. It's it's a, serving it's a, that. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a salad. It's actually I mean, a salad. No one's yeah. buying it, I think. But it's a yeah, salad. I, mean, I never had. I thought you. Were I, I never went there with Julia, so yeah. I thought you were gonna ask about like a tomato, uh, not uh, like a lettuce wrap. Uh, yeah, the I, the out burger. That, that's that's one of those things. And if you like, toast the lettuce, that's a crime against God. It's not a crime against God. It's toasting just, the lettuce. That's one of those where is. there's actually not a replacement, and you know, no toasting the lettuce breaks. definitely is. Oh, <laughs> an open face lettuce wrap. If you don't wrap it, 
Is Ants on a Log an open face sandwich? I think we should move on. <laughs> I think we should too. Yeah. Come back come back We've next week it. where come back next week where instead of Pierce apologizing, we will all apologize to you for this week's podcast and that and Max will apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, the it seems that the the gods of the internet actually tried to revoke my access to this discussion, but I came back like a fool. Um, well, you had anyway, you had to come back to apologize for something. I had to come back to apologize, and you know the thing I'm apologizing for this week. I think is a, is a nice nice transition because yesterday I it was right around noon and I was hungry as as happens people get hungry at midday, and I did a thing that I really have not done in the last fifteen months, which is I made myself hot lunch like from scratch to finish it wasn't anything like really special it was just like basically grains with with a protein and and some you know stuff to put on top of it basically um but i i i realized and i discussed it um with my household afterwards which is like why have i not been doing this the whole time and i was like i'm sorry i've not been doing this because making a hot lunch in the middle of the day was such like a good thing to do because you know, it, it gave me something to distract me from work for a little bit, which which I needed. Um, it was tasty, obviously. And I realized, too, is if you have the ability and the time, which maybe you do right now, maybe, maybe you have had for the last 15 months, which was your big failure, um, then it, like, takes away a lot of the pressure for your later day eating, and you can have a more snackful rest of your day, which is sometimes good, sometimes bad. But, like, taking away that pressure of the... Um, evening meal and also having a decompression in the middle of the day made me feel so much better and I'm foolish for not having done it sooner and it was a eureka moment and then also that depth of despair of why have I not done this before yeah I'm totally with you on on this as a a person who is kind of uh, not not like not soured on dinner uh, but I, I find myself wanting increasingly to eat less and less at the end of the day uh, and and it has been the times that i've done it it's just been like a crucial sort of clawback of my space and my time as belonging to me and not just to work and it's like if you if you've been working at home for the last year and nearly a half now like we, I think we've talked about this before. Arguably, you are not working from home so much as you are living from the office. And so doing something like that just feels like a really good and often necessary way to kind of reset your own expectations for what your space is. And so, like, I love it. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, even if it's, even if it's just like taking some time to heat back up leftovers, like it doesn't have to be, you know, going through the process of making something from scratch. Like it's great when you can do that too, but you know, having, having that barrier in the middle of the day where you say, this is my home. It's where I live too. Love it. Can't beat it. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> Let's try. Let's try to take this. Let's try to take this home with a a big idea from pop culture. And uh, 
I happened upon a marvelous thing on the internet at the end of last week, I think, uh, which is that uh, there's a a reporter from the Clarion Ledger. Pierce probably knows what that is. Oh, yes. Kevin and Max, I assume, would not. The Clarion Ledger is a newspaper in Jackson, Mississippi. And one of their investigative reporters uh, came in dead last in his fantasy football league. And his punishment was required to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. With the caveat that for each waffle that he ate, he could knock an hour off his time. And so this this man wound up spending 15 hours in the Waffle House. I'll let you I'll let you sleuths do the math on, oh, on how no. many waffles that is. Uh, and the the Twitter thread in in which he he details his odyssey is uh, truly it is a fantastical journey. And uh, if if you've ever experienced the uh, warm and yet also sickening glow of a Waffle House, you may have been overcome at one point with the thought of I could spend a whole day here. And I think what we've learned is the answer is no, the fuck you cannot. And, uh, and, and so you, you should all, you should all definitely live it vicariously through him rather than attempting it yourself. So I will, uh, I will put a link to that thread in the show notes. Uh, and just more, more incentive that if you're gonna, if you're gonna play fantasy football, uh, do do better so you don't have to do shit like that wow yeah nine waffles is is real real gross uh nine waffles in a month at waffle house is pretty gross actually i mean it's it's just like it's just like the thing where you're like well if i start drinking at three o'clock and drink till 10 if i have nine drinks over that time it won't be that bad it's like no (laughs) you you shouldn't put that much in your system waffles alcohol like it's not gonna end well right (laughs) Uh, okay, well, uh, thanks for thanks for indulging us on on this ridiculous journey. Uh, that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com, or uh, if you are feeling brave, you can subscribe to the show on your podcast app and device of choice, so you get this uh, this wonderful content delivered right to you every week. Uh, if you do that, please leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We will be back again next week to mercifully talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Matt. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.